This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get on to our next segment because it's an important one. There was some important stuff going on at Hallis Hall this week. Let's get to it in our next segment. Okay, Dan, it was an emotional day at Hallis Hall on Wednesday. I'll let you take it from there because there was an award given out that I feel like was a pretty cool moment. Yeah. So just for some context for our audience, every year the Chicago chapter of the Pro Football Writers Association gives out its good guy award. And that is an award given out to a player, a coach, someone in the organization that has been uh, gone above and beyond to help the media do its job and has been in the spirit of the award, just been a good guy. And we've been giving this out since 2013. And last year, after the passing of our good friend, Jeff Dickerson, we quickly renamed that award the Jeff Dickerson Good Guy Award. It's a little bit hard to talk about without getting choked up just a bit because, you know, um, as Adam Hogue said in his presentation on Wednesday, that Jeff was the ultimate good guy, uh, the, 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 the most unselfish, caring, good dude that's probably ever set foot in this building, much less the media room in there. And so a great tribute to honor Jeff with naming that award after him. It was an equally fitting tribute to give that award out yesterday on December 28th because it was the one year of Jeff's passing after his short and valiant battle with cancer. Uh, and so I, I'll let you say a couple things and then we'll turn the floor over to to the guy who won that award and, and listen to some of his sentiments. Yeah, I know you knew Jeff uh, going back. You guys are both Illini guys. And yeah. um, I came to Chicago in 2003 to cover the Bears as the beat writer at the Tribune. And J.D. was already on the beat. So we got to be very good friends um, competing against each other. I did a stint at AM 1000 when he was there. We hosted shows together. We did uh, an NFL nightly show during the season. It was fun. And we did shows at Bourbon A. It, you work with somebody, you get to know them really well. And, and it was a relationship that, like many of his, kind of extended beyond the workplace. Um, and I just felt fortunate to know him. Real positive guy. Uh, he's somebody that would always try to pick somebody up and was always yeah. there for people, uh, the ultimate good guy. And um, there are a lot of funny stories on the beat from when people thought we looked, Tank Johnson one time thought we looked alike. <laughs> I wrote about this last year and he yelled at Jeff one day because he thought he was me and he wrote something in the, I wrote it, something in the Tribune. And yeah, it was, it was funny and he had a good sense of humor and he kept things in perspective. And frankly, you know, I, I did, you know, you miss him just because of his presence, but certainly his wisdom could have, would have been welcomed this season of all of them on the Bears beat. So I felt like uh, the good guy award was aptly named after him. And this year, I think it went to a very uh, deserving recipient. 
Yeah, Cole Komet, the tight end. I'll, I'll tell you the finalists uh, were Eddie Jackson, Jalen Johnson, Darnell Mooney, and Cole Komet. Cole got the most votes to put him over the top as the winner. Um, Cole's been a, a really good dude to get to know over three years. This was an interesting year because it was the first year that the locker room was back open again. And so for a lot of the guys that we uh, have gotten to know on this team for a couple of years, it was either over Zoom in 2020 or just sitting in the media room at a podium setting where you didn't have the, the opportunities as often to have casual conversation and get to know people. Cole Komet's a guy that I've talked about uh, youth baseball pitching with at his locker this year, right? And in addition to, hey, what went wrong on that third down and why can't you guys score in the later stages of games? You know, so there's a lot you can get at when the locker room's back open. But anyway, here's a little bit of sampling uh, of Cole accepting the award and some, some follow-up questions that I had just to, as, a, as a kid, um, you know, who grew up here in an interesting circumstance as a kid who, who, who at once followed the Bears, like most of our audience with that passion and that, that enthusiasm and is now on the other side as one of the guys being covered. Here's some of Cole Komet. Sorry, just obviously thanks to all you guys. You guys have been fantastic this year, um, you know, in the locker room and being super respectful, you know, to all the players and, you know, and we feel that. Um, you guys got a big responsibility for this game and, you know, obviously all you guys got your takes, whether guys in the locker room agree with it or not, but um, it, it's, it's good for our game. You guys are promoters of this game for us and it's the reason why the NFL is what it is today. So um, appreciate all your good work and, you know, um, I appreciate all the respect that you guys have given me this year. So with that, um, we'll open up with questions. Yeah, no, definitely knew Jeff um, growing up, and um, you know, my dad was obviously you know reading up on him all the time with ESPN and all that, um, and then got to know Jeff briefly here uh, before he passed. So, um, obviously, really special guy, you know. Um, big avid fan of the bears all that stuff and and, and a great reporter so um you know to to get an award in his name is is, is really special kind of having followed chicago media as a bears fan and now you know last three years being yeah um it's weird because you go from kind of naturally consuming it all the time to having really to shut it out for the most part uh not that i don't want to hear what you guys say but it's 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 i don't think that's a healthy thing for me so um no, but yeah, I, I, it's pretty crazy. Uh, you know, you go from growing up, you know, things on the radio, all the, all those type of things, reading articles, all that type of stuff, and um, you know, now to kind of be engaged with you guys uh, is actually pretty cool for me. So, uh, really cool stuff, and you know, like I said, I really just appreciate all the all the things you guys have done this year. Is that hard to do in a season that's not going the way you want it to? And how do you do it? Uh, with the, you mean like blocking out? Yeah, well, in, yeah, or just kind of talking, talking whenever we ask you. To talk. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously it's difficult, and you know, there's times where you're really frustrated as a player, but you, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's our responsibility to you know to be there and be present for you guys and be engaged. So, um, you know, you guys got a lot on your plate. You guys got things that you got to write about, talk about, and you know, those are your responsibilities, and we, it's our responsibility to pro provide that info and answer your questions the right way and and all that type of stuff. So, um, you know, I think it's important. And it helps me get my message across, you know, regardless of what you guys are asking. And, um, you know, it, it works both ways. So I'm, I always feel like I'm respectful of it. And I think you guys feed off of that and, are, and show that respect uh, my way as well. 
First of all, David, I'm going to continue working on Cole and making sure that if he's going to block out the media, he at least makes time for the Take the North podcast because I think he'd feel good about some of the things he hears on this podcast. So I'll I'll keep knocking on that door and and see if we can bust it down and maybe we get him on the show at some point. Uh, I I do want to also say that a few of the other people that I personally nominated in the early stages of the nominee process were Luke Getze, Nick Morrow, Justin Jones, and Travis Gibson. Uh, You could probably add Braxton Jones and Tevin Jenkins to that list as well. And I think this has been uh, a sentiment shared and, and, and sort of agreed upon by most of the media here that for a team that's been in last place and has lost 12 games and hasn't had a lot of things go right in 2022, this has been a tremendous locker room and a mature group of guys that have, have understood the give and take and the back and forth uh, in a way that's great. You know, as well as I do, that a lot of times these, these double digit loss seasons can get very tense and guys can be out of that locker room before you're ever let in and you walk in and as Brad Biggs calls it very open locker room, right? Because there's no one in there to talk to. It hasn't been that way this year. And I'm very appreciative of this team. And and for as much as we we sometimes criticize losing teams, they should be praised and and lauded for that part of things. I think that's well put. And when you have a first year regime, you may be in the case of the bears uh, having records for futility, but you also want to be among the league leaders in integrity. And I think the Bears can feel very good about the kind of character guys they put in that locker room. And when you hear all this kind of uh, abstract talk about a culture, you hear it in Colt Komet's voice and his sincerity and the other guys that you mentioned. This has been a very good team to cover. They have lost with uh, a sense grace. Of, of grace. And and that's, that what you're, that's what you're looking for. There's not been a lot of dissension. There's not been a lot of dysfunction. There's always going to be a, a little bit of it, but from an NFL perspective, this has been, um, this has been a locker room full of guys who, who care and have represented the bears very well. So a couple last things I want to share just on Jeff Dickerson, because you know, Wednesday was an emotional day, just trying to commemorate the one year uh, anniversary of his passing. But he, you mentioned something earlier about how Jeff looked after other people at all times. And um, there's a couple, there's the, a trio of stories that I'll share quickly that I think kind of represent who Jeff is. As you know, when you're on the beat, you, you end up traveling around to a lot of different cities with with people on the beat and you don't you, you kind of take it for granted over time how many times you get to just go out with friends in some uh, city elsewhere in the country and have a good time two of the best times i've ever had with jeff dickerson one was at the the, the versace mansion in south florida another was at the hibachi at the mall in Bourbonnet. And if you can have a good time with somebody at the Versace Mansion in, in, in South Florida and also at the, the mall in Bourbonnet, it tells you a little bit about the company you're in. And that's who Jeff was. He, he brought a spirit to just about everything you did. And he, he was just that guy that could keep you in the right perspective as you went. Um, the second story I'll share is we were out here last year. Jeff was still in his own battle with cancer, and we were covering a Saturday training camp practice. And 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 as fathers, you tend to miss sporting events of your kids, as you know, because you're on the road traveling with teams and your your obligations. You're at practice, whatever it may be. And I remember this training camp practice specifically was was getting kind of boring. And my son was playing a, a summer league championship baseball game in Glenview, and JD had gotten so bored with this Bears practice that he was like, "Hey." Get your dad to start texting us some some play-by-play of this game. I need to know what's going on in that game. Like, m- more concerned about my son's baseball game than the Bears practice. And I, I opened that, those floodgates, and, and and my dad literally was sending us pitch-by-pitch recap. <laughs> it got to a point where it was like, you know, hey, listen, like, we could just take every inning. You could give us the highlights. But we had a, a, a good entertaining day with that. And the last story I'll tell is in week one uh, in, in 2021, 
uh, we go out to L.A. and Jeff and I had made plans to have dinner uh, that night in California. And Jeff, as you know, was invite everybody guy. And I asked him for this specific occasion, hey, can it can it just be us uh, for this? Because my dad had been diagnosed the previous month uh, with a cancer that I was having trouble getting my brains wrapped around. Jeff is in the middle of his own battle with cancer. He lost his wife to brain cancer just a couple years before. And he's like, no problem. I've got you. And then his flight gets delayed and then his flight gets delayed a second time. And I'm like, Hey man, look, like you're going to be landing in LA, you know, you you're dealing with your own physical stuff. Like let's just scrap this. And it's not a big deal. Like I'm cool lands in LA at like 9:30 Chicago time it's like 7:30 in LA time and by the time he gets out of the airport gets to his hotel it's getting later and later and later and he's like brother i've got you i've got you and he drives and he meets me for dinner and at the, in the the height of his own battle with cancer tries to put my 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 own mind at ease on on what i was me and my family were dealing with with my dad and that's just i mean i don't think there could be a more representative example of a guy who was just always looking out for others more than he looked out for himself and that's why he's so missed around here that's why he was the good guy and that's why this award uh will forever live on his name great stories great memories and a great guy yeah jd was the absolute best